there's an alarming new trend making national headlines that needs to be addressed, black fishing. So black fishing is when a non-black person pretends to be black on their social media by culturally appropriating black features in an attempt to gain followers and attention. I didn't even know there was a word. Yeah. So recently Twitter went berserk on a 19-year-old Swedish model, Emma Hallberg, who many thought was a light-skinned black woman. But turns out she actually is a full-on white girl. After being called out for black fishing, Emma defended oh, herself on IG. That's saying crazy. in parts. Yeah, the picture is insane there. She said, the left picture was taken two years ago, right before summer with barely any makeup and my hair straightened. The right picture was taken in July, right after I came home from a vacation with makeup. I do not get my sponsorships, work opportunities, and collabs because of the color of my skin. I get it because of the way I style my clothes and create makeup looks. So ladies, are you buying what Emma's selling here? <laughs> Two bearded ladies. Two bearded ladies. The, yes. The podcast about history and grooming and beauty and so much more. And hair. And Lots hair. of it. <laughs> I'm Nora Yaya and, and this is Electra Tellus Fort. And today's topic, you just heard a little clip, is about black fishing. It's about black fishing. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Like Yeah, I didn't even know about it. I didn't even know this was happening. I was just getting angry that everyone was like looking extra tan. I think it's something that like I didn't think I thought about it, but never thought to coin the term. Like, I, I mean, I didn't think about. Coining no, the term. this woman, this journalist, pardon, Juana Thompson created the term after Twitter had a field day with this chick. I who she just mentioned the name of who we don't need to give more credit to. But she was an influencer, basically, who mm -hmm. was going from a Caucasian woman to a black queen via <laughs> using uh, beauty tools, essentially. Yes. Right? Yes. Using your bronzer, using your foundation. your your foundations, yeah. your wigs, using your wigs, using your your edge control, Use all of these things, <laughs> using your hoop earrings, you know? and then they overline their lips, overline that, you know, which honestly I did one time and it does look amazing. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it does look really great. It does look so, yeah, so black fishing. I mean, it's something that I realized is very, um, it's probably always existed in some kind of fashion, right. but has been exacerbated by social media platforms. Definitely. Right? Definitely. I think in particular, there are certain celebrities that have popularized it and made it like a common thing. Yeah. You see it all the time. Like Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian is the queen of the blackfish. Mm -hmm. uh, she's queen fish. She's queen fish. Then her sister, Kylie. Kylie. Is now taking, she's princess fish. Princess fish, <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, at this point, she's not a worker. Chloe's the worker bee. Chloe's the worker bee. <laughs> if I had to, like, think about all of them. Chloe might be, like, the closest of them, though. Well, OJ, yeah. OJ you know? Yeah. Like, imagine. <laughs> imagine OJ's her dad. Crime, and she's like, I, I'm actually... Actually, guys, I don't know how to tell you this. Uh, <laughs> that's why I have horrible taste in men. Um, no. <laughs> oh, jeez, my dad. Okay, anyways, and then the not popular ones, Bad Barbie. That was a chick from Dr. Phil. Every time you say Bad Barbie, I want to correct you and say it's Bad Baby, but it's Bad Barbie. It's You're Bad Barbie. Sure. I, just came up, I just improved the name for some reason. Because that's know. what she is. And then Addison Ray. 
She is a newer, younger mm-hmm. chick who got dragged recently. Okay. Addison Ray. And then our favorites, you know, you got Rita Ora. We need to Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about some celebs. How do you how do you like, who's your who's your least favorite you can't have a favorite blackfish, but who's the <laughs> one that annoys you the most? Um probably Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Okay, why when, Kylie? Because she had the nerve to look exactly like Beyonce in one of her posts. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone dead ass was like, oh, Beyonce dropped a new photo and it was Kylie. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember, do remember that? That, remember that. that was it crazy. Was, it was even in like kind of like she, uh, Beyonce always does that like over flash, like overexposed yes. kind of photo. Yes. Yeah. And so to take that look is kind so of. So she's, she's my least fave. Yeah. Least. What about you? Um... I think right now it's Danny Lee. Ooh. And now, right right now it's Danny Lee. But I think overall, I think Kylie, because she became a billionaire. Well, it, yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Like, Let I me show you how I overline my lips. Yeah, yeah. no, it's but insane. But at the same time, I think that, you know, for Kylie, there's some body dysmorphia involved. There know? is. Okay. So let's break down Kylie before we jump into Danny Lee. Um, Kylie though, I guess like, did she have her body done? She's so young. She's only 23. Like Kylie has definitely had her body done. Really? Okay. I don't even know. How dare you put a question mark <laughs> at the end of that? <laughs> like, I don't be knowing, son. I yeah. She's be definitely knowing. like the queen. I mean, she doesn't even look like the same person. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you know? Oh, she's definitely had her face done. But her body as well. But yeah. her body as well. So her boobs, her waist, her butt. I, she I had the whole. I can't say specifics. I'm not okay. a doctor. <laughs> but I, I do. I can say that confidently. Okay. Because I have eyes. <laughs> Fair. I mean, their whole family, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when the, they kind of got the Jackson plan, where everybody yeah. gets the same nose on the same day. One, five noses yeah, for 5,000. Exactly. Thank so you. We're going to need about six BBLs, and we're going to have to put the other one on weight. So, <laughs> right, the BBL life. Now you got rappers shouting out that all their girls got BBLs. All my bitches got BBLs. BBLs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, dang, well, we've reached he, this level in the game. Also like the king 21 of, Savage. Of, uh, 21. Of pulling out uh, plastic surgery references. What's the other one? He's like, um, my, my bitches' know. titties cost a dub. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, like, he did say that. He's like, you and your. He's your really about this plastic surgery life. Titties. Yeah, he's like, fuck you and your. Your wall eyed titties. <laughs> Dollar General uh, titties. All right. So now I need to know because I know nothing about Danny Lee. So Mm -hmm. please explain. So Danny Lee was recently. I don't even need to look at notes for this. She was recently (laughs) in the news. She's been dating on and off the baby. The baby. Originally from North Carolina. Who makes music like he's a villain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) He makes music for baby Bowser. Right. Exactly. But um, he was recently. So they've been back and forth. And um, Long story short, on the time that they were on, she dropped a song called Yellow Bone or something to that. Oh, and it has something like Yellow Bone is what he liked. But then yeah. it came out, like people were posting on Twitter because Twitter is vicious. Of course. Pictures of her parents. And at least one of them had a pair of blue eyes. And <gasps> was super off. Shut up. So people were like, oh, she's like, I mean, given she's, she's, Dominican. she's Dominican. So I think there's an assumption, especially because she's like curly hair and stuff, that like at least somebody has some African ancestry. Right. And there still might be, right? But like both of her parents are definitely like can pass as white wow i'm not even saying yeah does yeah. she under do dominicans use yellow bone no so this is the other thing i've only heard red bone <laughs> so when she said yellow bone i, was like, I never even heard of that before you would yeah. say she yellow, yellow or a red bone exactly. but you're not a yellow exactly. bone <laughs> this is what happens when you let your man hype you to the point of this is what happened she got gas. she got gas, and then what happened he left her and that was the other oh thing. wow and that was the, the thing people were most upset about not that part but this idea that um 
like he has like a dark skinned BM. You know what yes, I mean? And so yes. it was kinda like of taunting this woman using colorism. Yeah. And then to at the end of it turn out to be white. And then like people and this is how Twitter is vicious. They were posting pictures of her from before and like you know, they just start making themselves more and more gold as time goes yes, on. Yes, yes, right? they so do then that. And you're looking at her and it's like, She oh, was white. She, you were white. That's crazy. You were white. And then she recently posted today that she was actually 39% West African. And then I guess maybe. Oh, she, she posted that today. And then, she, <laughs> and then she posted 43%. And then she deleted both. So I guess it cancels out as <laughs> at zero now. But uh, yeah, she's a. Mm-hmm. She, and that's sad because I like her one song that she has with Chris easy. Brown. Take yeah. it easy. It's so cute. I was like, oh, she's so cute. And then here we go. Yellow bone. Yeah. Damn. And then the, I'm telling you, Twitter's the worst. And they had people from fucking kindergarten who went to school with her. And like she called me a Haitian gutter. <laughs> and it just, just became like a whole thing about, you know. So her career is over. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Exactly. Got it. She's it was real. Thank you for easy. Yeah. Um, Appreciate it. But I guess this brings up the question of like, even though she's Dominican, right? She's not really in the culture. Right. So it's like like Dominican culture, or American, or, American, yeah. black culture. Is that what it is? The issue you is know, here's the thing. I feel like it's real easy to enter like black American culture once you just feel a little black. Just a, just a drop. Just a drop, right? Just a little every, taste. Mm. Like some kind of ownership into it. Yeah. You know? And it's like doesn't take. You know, I, I just think it's fascinating. Because, like, okay, this reminds me of J-Lo, right? I'm obsessed with the Mother Queen. And then she went ahead and used the N-word in her song with Ja Rule. And that... A, re- a recent Ja no, Rule? No, no, no. This is, like, in the early so 2000s. So you were telling me that Ashanti said the N-word on a Ja Rule song. Is that what you're And then... Me? Yeah, exactly. And then J-Lo was like, oh, I like the song. It's mine now. No, but she said it, and no one really blinked an eye, but, like... Like, black women had an issue with it because they were like, uh. Did they? Or did they have an issue with it now? Like, do you remember there, if there was an mm. outcry when she said it? Because I feel like now mm. we're kind of doing like these retroactive anger things. Yeah, I think it's definitely more in the now. It's yeah. like, oh, JLo's amazing. Never forget she used the N word. But I think too, JLo. Okay, so she's from the Bronx. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah. from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. She's of the culture, you know, yeah. danced all her life yep. before then, like definitely iconic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she also started separating herself the more successful she got. Mm-hmm. So is this a problem? Can she use the work? Can she wear the hoop earrings? Um, Can she have the baby hairs laid well, for the gods? This, this is like what also throws me off. And I understand... Um, like black culture, these things are elements of it. Like these, but then I also get kind of turned off when people are like gold hoops, and I'm like gold hoops. I mean, come on. Uh, you, I think there's a moment. In which, <laughs> no, I know, but I think that there's certain culture, like artifacts, right, that are have become like things that we do that they at some point stopped doing. But I also feel like there's overlap where everybody was doing it at a point. Okay, and it's like, and I think also it's like they kind of compound, right? So. It's like you've got the earrings. Okay, you just have the earrings. Okay, you have a ponytail. Okay. Okay, now your edges are looking kind of okay. slick back. You know, so it, it now you pulled your baby hairs out. out. Yeah, okay. I think there's kind of like... Can we also... Can I just make a PSA real quick? Can yeah. we please stop um, using your real long-ass hair as <laughs> baby hair? Son, they be <laughs> taking that front piece and wrapping it around their whole face. Yeah. That is not baby no, hair. That is stop. Not, that is not baby stop. hair. Stop. All but right. I guess my, my original... my point was just that like uh sometimes we we take these things and don't question if it's if it's necessarily positive that you're saying this is a black thing you know 
versus having like a neutral or uh, like certain things are certain elements are. So like, like let's take box braids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So box braids. Black thing. Totally. Yes. 100% black thing. But we can say why it's a black thing, right? Because it literally has its origins. Yes. In Africa. Yes. Right? But I feel like certain But now things, when it when it transcends and becomes okay. a trendy cultural thing mm-hmm. for Americans, mm-hmm. at what point can you deregulate the box braids? Well, this is, a, but that's, but I think you'll never be able to deregulate the box braids. I don't think they'll have this. There's like elements to it or there's like levels to it. Because for example, like a Native American chief's mm-hmm. hat, mm-hmm. right, is like sacred or, or it's specific or it has like a real significance. And box braids do too, but just not in the same way. Right. So like one to me feels more uh, permissible than the, than the other thing. I think, I think a lot of the issues for black women now too are like, Back in the 90s and stuff, when we were doing these things. It was prevented. Yes. We couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't get a job. Mm -hmm. You got seen as like a welfare mother. Like all Mm -hmm. the stereotypes that got attached to that. Mm -hmm. And now for it to be trendy and on the cover of Vogue Mm -hmm. feels like a slap in the face. And, you know, 100%. And they still, and actually, even now we're all kind of doing all of these things, they still benefit benefit Mm -hmm. from it in a way that... We they get paid. Don't. They get paid to do that, and then also influencers take of that are white women get paid more than influencers that are black women. Yeah. So like but, that still lays. But to too. the J Lo point, yeah, uh, yes, I think is the way how we got there. I think was, or what I'm saying is like when it comes to J Lo, like there are elements of culture, and also like from the time where she was doing it, she's really moved away from the black or like urban community. Yes. Yeah. So now yeah. it feels kind of like, girl, you let that go. Like, do you think she still uses the N word? Oh, she definitely uses the N word. <laughs> she definitely uses the N word. Do you think her and A Rod are in the house? I don't think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, they totally. Oh, okay. A Rod, I don't know about A Rod. I, I can't. I've never heard him speak in my life. But J Lo definitely <laughs> uses definitely the N word and like, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just, I, I think she does. But I think that, um, you know. All right, so let's bring up Rita Ora, mm-hmm. okay? Because Rita Ora is an Albanian woman, but damn, she needs to get a DNA test or something because she looks like neither one of her parents. Neither one yeah. of her parents. Yeah, she definitely looks, looks of mm-hmm. some African descent yeah. somehow, some way, yeah. and yet siddle. Um. So you're. So what? What is your? So she's had box braids. Mm-hmm. She's had her hair in an afro. Mm-hmm but is not African whatsoever. Is this problematic? Is she benefiting from passing? Is she black? Yeah. So she is definitely, and also she is tanned more mm. now than she did was when she first started. She definitely had like ethnic features. Or yeah. Whatever, but she definitely um, also just has been getting progressively blacker in her aesthetic. <laughs> Cause as, it was working you know, for her. It was, like, yeah, oh. it was like, there was like a little layer of it. Now she's like, let's go deeper. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think too, she was this. getting like, gigs based on being the diversity in the room mm-hmm. right and then like you leaned into it she leaned into it i mean i definitely think that's still that's definitely black fishing that's still yeah i would consider what she does i think anytime like sometimes kim kardashian will go viral because like she'll accidentally put her hand in a frame next <laughs> to her face and then and you'll it's two see totally it different colors just, yeah you know that kind of thing like one is like going through rigor mortis and right right and the other is like a sun goddess yes exactly um, so i think that like once you are in that lane plus the other things because i don't think it's just the tan like i said it's, it's all the cultural it's all the things that we sometimes subconsciously associate, associate right with blackness that they make sure in the photo you know and it's just, but I think also it's happening faster too. The reward is so much greater. I mean, and it's so easy to emulate because I think like 
white people had to go out of their way to access black culture in yes. meaningful ways before the internet mm-hmm. where you had to like maybe like we were watching hip-hop revolution evolution rather and like maybe you went to the latin quarter and like listened to rap and you were one of the only few white people there right but it definitely it was but not now the you norm. just have to go on spotify and hit a radio exactly and then follow those people on instagram yeah and then that is your access social media you know? definitely give them way more access yeah to everything mm-hmm. you know to our vernacular mm-hmm. like that's <laughs> I mean, uh, come yeah. on. Can we consider that black fishing? Like, I totally do. Or even when they, someone did a thing about corporations. Yo, I was just and talking about that. The, these scramble eggs, though. That's what I saw <laughs> on the New York Times. I was like, Sam, you do not yeah. say these scrambled eggs, though. These scrambled but eggs, But they make though. so much money from our vernacular and everything that we do and how we move. So it also feels like you're profiting off of it and we're getting, you know, uh, I guess seen as like ghetto for doing these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So that's where the anger comes from. That's why I'm mad. I mean, I'm mad about <laughs> that. And then also, okay, so in my group chat, there was a question about my friend group chat if white people can use brown emojis. How do you feel? What? About what, what? This? Is that black fishing? If you're going to use brown emojis, you should mind your own cotton picking business. You said. <laughs> what? That's it. <laughs> That's, That's it. where you went. <laughs> That's it. No, I, I don't think, have enough. What white reason do you have to be using brown emojis? I mean, I don't know. But they said in some of their professional work groups, like they'll give a high five and it'll be a black hand. But you know, I think that goes to the, like the the weird part of race where the person is. It's like race is a spectrum. There are definitely white people who are at the lower end of white. And they feel like a brown person. Mm. Like, take, like, a Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, those are considered brown or white. It's a Sicilian. I mean, she's, like, uh, peak white. You but know? But in terms of, like, the way that they view themselves, right, oftentimes those, like, people from the caucuses and stuff feel like they're a person of color or some have some kind of religious identifier that makes them different yes. in that way. Yes. A genocide. A gen- yeah. A genocide <laughs> a uh, being a different religion a other than Christianity, right. whatever right. being, right. Ju- that's why Jewish people feel often that's part true. of the reason in part, right. Aside from like the actual like blood stuff. Like that's why sometimes they feel like they're not quite, <laughs> but do we feel like, I don't know, I guess, I don't know what black women can do to take back ownership of some of these things. Or is it even worth it at this point? But also, I don't, uh, here's the, I think like culture happens so quickly and we, we are constantly creating new things and they're constantly stealing it. And then we're, it's like a circle. So it's like, we, cre- we, I haven't created shit, but like we create stuff. Yes. And then it's cool for a little bit. One white person discovers it. It gets, they, consumed, then it gets, it by gets the consumed by the masses. We see it, think it's not cool anymore because these are also not the people that we associate right. with cool. Then we stop doing it. They start eventually realizing that we've stopped doing it until we come up with a new thing. But and they then continue the cycle continues. still do the old shit. Sometimes. But I think I think they get and it I eventually. I just saw like a grocery store post, like how it started mm-hmm. with like the groceries in the store and then how it's going. And it was someone making a recipe. <laughs> I think people still use that one <laughs> They're though. They're still doing that. Yeah. But it also felt like, okay, this is what's contributing to us not wanting, wanting to do, to it, do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I lost the, in the beginning question. Oh no, there was no question. Okay. Oh, there was no, question. <laughs> no, I, um, I definitely see what you're saying though. All right. So we don't have a hot take. That was the hot. No, take. It, was that the hot take? Hold on, let's just, let's ruminate on this for a little bit. Um, the hot take. I think the hot take. 
This is like how you bullshit as a teacher. I think the hot take, and you just hope that your brain will catch up with the words that you're saying. <laughs> you just start <laughs> repeating the question. Hold on one second. What's the hot take? Go to your go to your binder and just like flip the pages. Like, what the fuck was the hot take? What's the hot take? Um, no, I think. Okay, so I have a question. Okay. This is kind of a question I wanted to ask you. Do you feel like the how do I say this? Like, eventually. Like, do you think like culture comes from, or we are interested in culture has to be from a marginalized group, or do you feel like there's a pattern of whatever marginalized group in the society is that they are the creators of culture, or do you feel like because so many people have access um, to social media now, including white people who are many of them, especially Generation Z, anybody born after 2000, especially these like 2003 kids, mm-hmm. have such they've always been tapped into black culture. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? it's going to equalize, not in a positive way, but in the way, way of equalizing or um, minimalize the contributions of like black culture because everyone has access to it now. I don't think it'll minimalize it mm-hmm. by any means, but I think something I believe is that black culture has transcended into American culture. Mm-hmm. And there is really no separation from that at this point. So like mm-hmm. whatever we do is they're going to consume because mm-hmm. we are the culture creators. For whatever okay. reason. Okay. So, so that's why it's hard for me because I'm like a lot of these things that they do, it always comes from us. Like mm-hmm. we are the founders of this shit and we're not going to stop. I haven't seen anyone else do anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. My bad. Um, we also appreciate the, well, you know, even that becomes a, sh- can be strat- stratumed, right? Like stratified even more, right? Because like, is it all black people coming up with all of the black culture or is it like, oftentimes our lgbtq emphasis on t community coming up with the culture that we then in our own mini eco cycle still black people true but i think that like i think part of the issue especially or at least from what i've read online and in a lot of lgbt groups inclusive of all no yeah but but i feel like but i think it might be important to to make the distinguish to give it to give those you know what i mean just like just as as a thought um but no, I think that, I mean, if you want to talk about, you know, who's capitalized, I mean, we've capitalized, all of us, we've all benefited from mm-hmm. LGBTQ culture. Yeah. Or, Language. And, yeah. Style. Yeah, and in a microwave. Wigs, honey. We can see black, <laughs> hetero, cisgendered men mm. often benefit from the things that they, you know. Well, it, break that down. Unpack that. I just feel like a lot of the, 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 the fashion, you know, okay. now is stuff that has started started with, you know, the LGBTQ community and a lot of it uh, has been absorbed and then profited by uh, the community, like cisgendered black men and women. So like City Girls, for example, okay. or uh, mm-hmm. 21 Savage and the, the fashion of the Atlanta scene now, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, oftentimes like more like Versace and, and tight fitting and things like that. Um, I could be totally wrong, you know, but I just think about like a lot of the things that we do as black women came from. I mean, I absolutely you know, think a lot of it comes from the lgbtq community mm-hmm. i mean when you watch like real housewives of atlanta like their lingo everything mm-hmm. everything is from their hairstyle everything is from their nail tech and i learned it from like, them and yeah, then exactly. i you know exactly so no they definitely do not get their due credit yeah. at all whatsoever but i wanted to ask like do you think black fishing will ever just be considered wrong 
Like, I mean, it's considered wrong in a way, but it's still people are still doing it. They're not being penalized for it. No, I don't think it will. I don't think white women will ever take ownership of their bullshit to a degree. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like because you want to participate in it. And I think we have to find a way ourselves as well to Mm -hmm. allow for that participation Mm -hmm. without them just taking over and profiting off of it. There has to be a better balance. Would you feel better? Um, like uh, this is a, I think a good example. Let me know if I'm wrong, but uh, Rihanna was on the cover of forgive me if I'm incorrect. The GQ, not GQ. I'm sorry. Um, Vogue China, and I think she was in some kind of Asian uh, outfit, like mm-hmm. a, like whatever. I think it was China, some kind of like Chinese garment, and I think she had on like white, like white m- like makeup or something like that. Anyway, so it was very like heavily like geisha style, maybe, like, but it was you know, but it's it was very heavily influenced by like. Uh, whatever culture it was in that Asian Vogue and people were really upset about it but then all of the stylists and everyone involved in the photo was a, was a person of whatever the Vogue magazine cover country was so would you feel better or mm-hmm. do you think it makes it better for you know black fish a, a white person to have this aesthetic but then everyone behind the camera uh, is a person of color or a black person like Virgil Abloh or whoever no do okay i don't i don't because like sometimes those people are not empowered Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like this is the look that we're going for you guys create it Mm -hmm. this is y'all's jam so create this look Mm -hmm. you know similar to you know actresses who may be overweight who only get cast for fat girl roles it's like Uh what ain't no other roles for me and do i have power in this moment is it okay because i'm fat so i'm doing this role and you know that's not contributing to the stereotypes Mm -hmm. it's like I think the power doesn't lie with the people that are creating that look. And we should ask, you know, the Asian people that are consuming this magazine, is this offensive to you? And then see what they say. Mm-hmm. If they're offended, then that's what it is. It's offensive. Interesting. I don't know. You feel differently? No, I don't know how I feel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I mean, I see I see your point 100%. I don't have any I I I always like to think about things like on both sides of the coin for yeah. sure. And I see what, I see what you're saying. Um I don't know how I don't know the process of uh, how they decide on magazine covers and what the aesthetic should be if that involves the white person because that's like common problematic too if Julianne Moore is like I want to look like a black person on this cover <laughs> yeah. then that becomes really weird but if it's like uh, you know if it's like I don't know I don't know the answer to that because at the same time I did feel with the Rihanna thing I did feel like okay if everyone in, is involved and whatever whatever then it feels better than if it was a bunch of white people misrepresenting whatever the look is. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. white people trying to do an, an Asian aesthetic. So like editor in chief of like the Vogue China, you know, is of Chinese descent mm-hmm. and this was her vision and she wanted Rihanna to, you know, celebrate mm-hmm. the culture. Then I think that would be a different conversation. Yeah. And yeah. And I think like also the dynamic between, I think it might maybe be different than, like a marginal I don't know what the the marginalization marginalization piece looks like I'm not entirely sure yeah I think also too like when you think about black fishing and like the black face element mm-hmm. of it it creates you know a different layer mm-hmm. like you're using foundation that clearly doesn't match your mm-hmm. skin color um, and some people are bold like I think some people are like I never said I was black and then there are people who have actually been like they have said that they Just were black and that got called out oh, yeah, yeah yeah as you know whatever so I think that is definitely a real thing. Um, so let's jump into Harry Heroin. Ooh, okay. Who's your Harry Heroin? Um, uh, you know, I would say I went with Juliet 
Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Juliet Lewis of Natural Born Killers. Uh, what else was she in? The Other Sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she dated Brad Pitt, but we're more than who we date, right? Yes. Uh, I think I don't even know if Make she dated. Plain. Don't even know if she dated Brad Pitt. I might have made that up, <laughs> but yeah, I chose her because I've always seen a slight must. She seems like a slight mustache girl, and mm-hmm. I can always really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And you know, she let her hair pit, her hair pits. That's what I call her them hair now. pit. Her hair, her hair pits. Because <laughs> they were so pits. hairy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not even for my arms at this point. They're just for my hair. Um. So yeah, Julia Moore. Okay. Um. My hairy heroine is Julia Roberts two julies you know mm, two jays yeah in the 90s she had uh her pits out you know all her mm-hmm. hair growing it's pretty vivid big big thing iconic back then. iconic iconic, iconic moment, moment. <laughs> 1994 <laughs> uh, oscar is iconic uh yes um, it was an auburn flow and we know julie i mean everyone loves her and i just mm-hmm. think she's always seemed like a cool ass white woman. she looks like a straggly hair one too she does like a little a little auburn she's giving auburn mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Harry Heroin. So how are we going to close this out? I have no clue, man. Well, uh, you know. It's been real. This has been real. Where can they find... Do we do this every episode? Where yeah, they we can, do. Where, um, where can they find you? They can find me at Miss Yaya on all social media. I'm not as cohesive as that. Uh, you can find me... <laughs> you know, follow me on... on uh, on the Instagram? On IG, yeah. You, you know. TikTok's going, though. What's your I name hasn't on TikTok? T- I don't even know. I think it's Electra oh, wow. Telly. So follow oh. me at Electra underscore Telly. Um, we're trying to we're trying to step our content game up. We're trying. You know, TikTok is hard. It's hard to see those little buttons. It is. <laughs> I'm making myself real old. Hard to see the buttons <laughs> on the screen. Hard to see the buttons There's on so the screen. There's so many filters and options. So many. I'm just using green screen, and I'm in Naples for some reason. Oh, I got to <laughs> know how to do some of this. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Don't blackfish. Bye. Bye. Bye.